Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe Madden and Brian Pittler. Joe Madden is back. Welcome back, Joe. Hope you're feeling Thank better. You. Um, I, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's good well, to be back. Well, good is good. Um, awesome is better, but good is good. We'll take it. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been an odd week without you. That's for sure. Me and Brian kind of moving through things, getting along okay, which is you know. Yeah, I heard a rumor you guys were getting along nicely. Yeah, kind of just we just moved quickly. I think that's what it was, and you know, <laughs> we didn't see too many Phillies games, so you know the Bryce Harper bashing you know was held to in check for the most part. But uh, of course, in prime time last night under the big lights, Bryce Harper doing what he always does. Uh, come on, that umpire is pretty brutal. Striking out, strike, uh, it's the same guy for both teams. Striking out like no one's business and looking stupid doing so. He always gives that dumb look. Like I'm not defending Bryce Harper, but a, a ball is clearly outside on both teams. I mean, in a 0-0 kind of zero, zero game, this is where you need your guy. It's not like he, it's not like he didn't get any balls to hit. You need him to at least do something. And he struck out a lot. A real lot. Well, we all liked the Brewers yesterday, so that was a nice hit for us. It was a nice hit for us. I like anyone playing the Phillies. I like the Brewers or anyone playing the Phillies. That's kind of the way that... The Dodgers, I don't know. Yeah, that'll be a tough one. Be a good <laughs> series to sit out. But we do have three NBA games today, and you know we're starting to get to that point. We're going to have less and less NBA um, as the week goes on. And, you know, as the rest of the season goes on, we're just going to have less and less games until eventually it's just one game every few days. Um, the NHL, just one game in action today. And then I guess the season's got to be almost over. I mean, this thing is... I hope so. This end is, end is, of week. This is, I mean, it's going to be playing like in the middle of July, you know, hockey. It just doesn't even make sense. Um, but they'll be playing in Florida in July. You know, it's going to be like 125 degrees outside in Miami and they're going to be playing hockey. It's like the ice will be melted. Oh, there'll be some issues. You know, oh, that's like well, hockey. It gives us more games to look at, though. That's a bright side. Hockey is one of those sports where they always seem to have issues, right? There's always an issue. It's like the ice isn't staying melted. I, I've seen it all in, in hockey. I've seen it where the um, the old Boston Garden they didn't have air conditioning, and uh, like it would get into this part of the year. And thankfully, the Bruins were bad for the for the better part of that. So you didn't see like a lot of late playoff games by them. But when they did make the playoffs, they would have to have these giant fans on the side of the ice to blow the f fog off of it, so you could see. That's funny. Yeah, NHL really has it together. All right, I'll tell you who's really got it together. We got the Brooklyn Nets taking on the Boston Celtics here in the Barclays Center. Um, you know, it's gone from bad to worse for the Nets in this series. And, you know, it was a one-game, one-point win in game one, and then game two was a little bit more separation. Then game three was just absolute Celtic domination. Uh, now we go uh, for game four. It's an elimination game. It's, you know, at a home elimination game. I'm going to guess this one's going to be played in the octagon. You know, it's probably going to be a super physical game. These 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 elimination games generally are in the NBA, um, but what, are we going to see anything different? You know, I think that's really the the thing here is that you know what are we going to see that's any different in this game? 
than what we've seen in all the other games, you know, because, uh, you know, it is a four-game series and the Celtics, are, it is a seven-game series, but in three games. Brian, what are you, what are you thinking in this one? <sighs> I think it's going to be a tough physical battle. I think it's going to be the lowest-scoring game out of the uh, – uh, out of the, all the games that these two teams have played, I just don't think the Nets want to – they're a veteran bunch. I don't think they want to get eliminated on their home floor. I, I think I'm going to take the under 220, 219 and a half. I think first team to 100 wins this one. Joe? Yeah, I've got to agree. I think it's a lower-scoring game. And if I had to pick a side, I know Brooklyn's up against the wall and needs this win so bad, but needing the win and getting it are two different things. I'd take the Celtics plus the point. Yeah, it's odd because the um, the the um, you know, the the Nets are such a lousy home cover team as a favorite, really the one of the worst in all of sports, and it's only a one point spread, so they don't even have anything to work with in this one. So really tough spot for them. They got they they're getting whipped out there. I mean, really, that's what's happening in this game. They're just simply getting whipped, and uh, you know. I think a lot of people expected the Nets to be able to just turn it on. They have not been able to. I saw Ben Simmons said he wasn't going to play because he had some pain in his back. So uh, I'm not covering for that guy anymore. I'm I'm off to. I'm done sticking up for him. He's ben, a, he's a wuss. He's not he's not playing because they don't want him to play. Well, he says it's because he has soreness in his back. I think they told him no. I think I think they said you can't. Uh, I said you. I think they said you can't play. Right? We don't want you. Something like that. I'm not sticking up for him anymore. I'm done. That's it. Wow. Off the Ben Simmons bandwagon here for Bitler. <laughs> done. Glad to hear him. He's not the next Magic Johnson, though. No, he's not going to do it. Wow. <laughs> okay. You guys really have been getting along. Wow. Good to see. Wow, this is, this is some crazy, crazy stuff going on here. It's like, this is kind of just a reverse, you know. This is like me saying, wow, Bryce Harper really deserved those two MVPs he got. You know, and the Nationals, they got lucky to win the World Series the year after they got rid of him. You know, it's just a coincidence. He wasn't a cancer to the team. He's, he's not destroying Philadelphia Phillies either. All right, he is. Anyways, uh, man, I love watching that guy strike out. He just looks so stupid when he does it, right? Got that dumbass look. The only thing that would make it better is if he threw the helmet on the ground and was standing there with the dumbass face like Schwarber was, like with the uh, if he with the bandana. You know, that's oh, what I makes it better. It's kind of like there. you got to say something. So it's like that call. So like back in like the um in the eighties, like I had like a mullet for like you know six six weeks or something, right? So I had it, and it was in style. You know, that was the style as a rocker, right? So it's like, you know, that was the heavy metal thing. You know, I was like, that's what we did. But, you know, now I'm a little older and, you know, time has passed. And it's kind of like maybe that fat, that phase is kind of out. You know, it's kind of like some of the other things like we used to wear, you know, parachute pants and, and shit like that too. But, you know, it doesn't mean we wear the bandana. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean we, doesn't mean we wear the bandana around our head until we're 50. You know, it's like, like because it doesn't look cool. Though. It doesn't look cool anymore. It looks, it looks like he's wearing his flash dance sweatshirts though. That's what it looks like. It's like no one else is wearing the flash dance or the, the big beards, right? There was these giant beards for like, you know, this was a horrible one. Right, the last you know, t- twenty years or something, ten years, ever since Duck Dynasty, right? Everyone started growing these gigantic beards. 
you started to see, right? You don't see these beards anymore, right? All of a sudden, you know, one day we just stop seeing these giant beards, right? Some people wear them, they pull them off or whatever, but that's what they always did even before, you know? But like the people that kind of just grew these big beards, you don't see them anymore, right? You're just not seeing those giant. But Bryce Harper's wearing that bandana, that's for damn sure. Looking stupid. He's just not good enough to pull something like that off. <laughs> Can't stand that guy. I'm still questioning what parachute pants are. I'm gonna have to Google those out. Oh, parachute pants, man. Those those are the thing. <laughs> parachute pants. Sound yeah, it's, like, it's like a real thin material and it's uh, you know, light and airy. Parachute. And they would make noise when you walk, too. Yeah, like, you remember MC, <laughs> MC Hammer wore those, like, yep. big pants, too? You know, you don't see like him wearing MC those. Hammer you, pants. Yeah, you don't see him wearing those anymore, right? But Bryce Harper's still going to wear that bandana. There's look nothing like, wrong. You look like an idiot. <laughs> when I jump on the back of a bike, I throw a bandana on. That's just yeah, to look, protect my hair, though. Hulk Hogan still wears his bandana. Yeah, he also lost all of his hair. <laughs> yeah. That's why I would wear one too, because I don't have any hair. But I don't have any hair. You don't see me wearing a bandana around. Well, I want to see you grow a mullet. I would pay to see that. I used to have okay. one. I was a rocker, Mitch's man. Mullet. I'm a rocker, man. It's like I, I don't care. You know, I wore ripped jeans before ripped jeans were in. You know, they, they used to call us burnouts. <laughs> then we became rockers. Like we had our we had our time, you know. We had our thing, you know. We had our we had our run. It's like we're kind of bad, kind of you know. It's all right. Those are the best rockers, man. I like all music, but I love like I love like heavy metal. I like eighties hair band stuff too, big time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh come on, Joe! You like hair band? You you don't go crazy when they play Cherry Pie. That is such a good song. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> cherry Pie is yeah, awesome. I do. I love Cherry. That is pie. a very good song. It's awesome. Yeah. I do not love that tune. Anyways, got the Raptors and the Sixers. Speaking of, uh, yeah, the series. You know, kind of a mess. The Raptors showed that they have the uh, moxie last time out. And, you know, we've seen them play decently in this series, but they're just up against a better team here. You know, I think I think this is what you see in the in the opening rounds of playoffs. You see it in, you know, baseball. You see it in, in just about everything. Of course, the NFL is different because, you know, it's one and done. So it's like anyone can beat anyone one game, you know. But... In these four-game series, generally, are these best of seven? You know, one team, one team starts pushing the other around, and the Sixers have done that to the Raptors here. I think the Raptors have better days ahead, but I'm just not so sure those days are today. I think this could be the end of the series. And uh, who's going to score more runs, Ben Simmons or Bryce Harper tonight? That's easy, Bryce Harper. Ben Simmons. Joe, what do you think of this one? Oh, I I hear you on the uh, Raptors just being beat up. 
as of late by the 76ers team. I just think this is a lot of points here, and I can't lay seven and a half points with the Philadelphia 76ers in this game. I think we have a higher scoring one. I think the Raptors um, keep it a little tighter, and we go over this total. I think the total looks too low in this one. So give me the over and um, the Raptors plus the points. Brian? Yeah, I've been back and forth on this game all morning, and I've been on the Raptors every single game this series. But I think uh, I'm going to just lean to the Sixers. I think Embiid will come out with uh, his head on fire here to crush Toronto. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the points here, but it's just a lead. I don't know. I think the Sixers win this game, you know, as far as the spread. No. Who the hell knows? This series has been over for a while. Right? This series has been over for two games already. Since Embiid hit the shot, this series is over. Right? I mean, we know that. So it's just they're just going through the motions at this point. I don't see the Raptors like coming back, bringing it to Game Seven or anything. I don't see that happening. But you know, if the Raptors win here, yeah, if they win here, it's a whole new ball game. It's a whole new ball game. They go back to Toronto and they come back to Philly for Game Seven if they can win that. And then, you know, in game seven, anything could happen. All right, we got the Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz. The Mavs have just outplayed. It's you making that noise, Brian. That I thought would blame the Al Ninos. There you go. I have it on mute. Right. Hmm. I don't know what it is. It's like a grinding gear sound. It's very odd. I blamed Al Ninos, but I think it was you. Hmm. Or maybe it's you. I can't be me. <laughs> it's just weird because I had my microphone on mute. I wonder what what happened. Something with we'll the get kid. to the, we'll get we'll get to the bottom of it. We'll get to the bottom of that. We'll all have to reboot. Usually that's how it works. Anyways, the um, the Jazz even the series here against the the Mavericks, but I would say the Mavericks have dominated this series. I mean, I think the Mavs got the the Jazz got super lucky in game four to squeak out the win. But if you've backed the Jazz at the window in this one, you have been just absolutely smoked um, in this series. And um, here they go back to back to Dallas, you know, who is the higher seed here and really has gotten very little respect in this series at all. Uh, coming off of that last second, you know, who knows even what it was. Joe, what do you think? This is going to be an interesting game, but I got to give it to the Mavericks. I'm going to lay the points with them. I think they come out and dominate this one. And I think what we've seen in uh, both the games they've won so far, the total has been higher. So I'm going to go on the over in this one as they come out. I think they're just going to come out too strong for the Utah Jazz and get a nice big win here. Brian? Uh, for me, I'm going to go with the over here. I'd like the under and most of the previous matchups, but I think uh, we see enough scoring here to get it over that light total. If the Jazz are going to stand any chance in this game, you need to pick up the scoring a bit. So I'm going to take the over. The Jazz have acted like criminals in this series as far as the way that they've played on the court, trying to injure Mavericks players. Um, we should be all be suspended. But the thing is, is that... Um, I think you know what what I the pick I gave out in the seven free picks in just five minutes. Donovan Mitchell, 
his point prop total for tonight is 28 and a half and kind of lends itself to what Brian was saying that the Jazz is going to probably score more points. Donovan Mitchell has gone over 32 points in five of his last six playoff games. So that 28 and a half on the prop, you're getting plus money on that thing. And those, those betting tools, they, they really nail those props. They just nail them left and right. They don't hit them all. But, man, the ones that you hit are usually big plus money. And um, I like that. I kind of like the under, though. I think it's going to be more of a physical game. Anyways, Brian, what are you selling today? Nope. Off a winning day yesterday, three and two, I'll take it. Uh, I'm going to try to get another one going today. I got my Monday night money shot, three pack, two NBA, one major league baseball for $50 at pickdogs.com. Really uh, love one of these NBA plays. Uh, Absolutely going to go big on that one, but make sure you guys check it out. Joe, how about you? Um, I've got three plays out today, one in the NBA and two in the MLB. Right. What about you, Mitch? I have an MLB three-pack. That's it. I have picks in the NBA games, and I'll probably have more MLB than that as well. So I've been you know, I've been putting out one three-pack a day and then putting in a lot of extra picks um, each day. Sometimes more, you know, some, usually, yes, like yesterday, I had more picks that were not included in the three-pack than I did that were in the three-pack. So, you know, I don't know. I thought the baseball card was a little hard today, but that's just me. Well, I think there's better games, better matchups on the card than there has been, but I don't think it's – I don't. I think there's definitely some opportunity there. I mean, the Rockies are a stone-cold lock. That's an underachieving Phillies team getting plus 170 odds. <sighs> Basically, if, the, if they're going to hand out money, you've you got to pick it up. I don't know. Yeah, reverse run line. I yeah, would go right, with Brian. the plus one and a half. Of course. One. I think it's a one-run game, but I mean – I like the Brewers yesterday, but I got feel it. Yeah, we haven't got into baseball, so I won't jump ahead, I guess. Oh, we're always into baseball when it's baseball. Let's <laughs> be honest. I'm a baseball guy. I just uh, I don't think Kyle Gibson's a minus 190 pitcher, but I, I, I also Freeman on the other mound's brutal. So I, I think it could be a high scoring affair, one run ball game. I, I'm going to take the run line with the Rockies in that matchup. We're not at that game, but taking, I know I skipped ahead. Taking the Rockies reverse run line. Phillies on off the night game. Man, do they stink! Giants Brewers. Corbin Burns on the mound. Sam Long listed as a starter, but I've seen Radon also listed here. Um, Kyle Gibson versus Kyle Freeland. A battle of Kyles and. Philly and uh, Red Sox Blue Jays. Um, the Red Sox not not bringing their full roster to Canada because no one wants to go there. <laughs> it's like you can't go to Canada. Good, <laughs> that's what they said. It's like, oh, you can't go to Canada in April. Like I'm good with that. <laughs> Way good with it. Um, Anyways. Do they have issues getting across the border? Is yeah, they what? yeah they can't. Yeah. They're not. They're we're not allowed to say the words on YouTube. Yeah, that you know we're not allowed to say any. There's like the, the yeah. ten words you can't say on YouTube in, in order to 
to define why they're not going, I would need to say six of them. So, okay. um, <laughs> so you know, these these are worse than like the George Carlin, you know, words you can't say on TV, you know, according to YouTube. Anyways, they sent out an email about this. So we will not say those words. So everybody knows. Everybody knows it. Anyways. Joe, what do you think of these three? Yeah, it gives Toronto a huge advantage there. I'm going to have to uh, grab Toronto in this one. And the under, I think we're going to have a lower scoring one with uh, both of these pitchers starting here. And then I'm with you on the Rockies. I think Kyle Freeman in the last game we saw him out in, he had a good game. He got three strikeouts in those five innings and allowed only two runs and six hits and a walk. So I think he's um, up for a good game. And against Kyle Gibson, um, the Rockies should do well. They've uh, done well against right-handed starters. So... I think it's a great value there. And then give me the under between San Francisco and Milwaukee. I think we have a lower scoring one in that as well. I think you could lean on San Francisco plus the one and a half. You're still getting some good value there at minus 130. They've been able to cover that run line as a road underdog against the Central in their last seven. So, But I think they will win it. I'm, I'm going to take San Francisco straight up. Brian? I can pretty much tell that Rodon's not pitching with this kind of line, but the San Francisco Giants have been playing such strong baseball. I think you take them again on the run line. I think it's a one-run game. Giants are fighters. And the Rockies, uh, I'm going to take them also on the run line, as I said earlier. I just think the Phillies managed to scrape out a one-run win here. I mean, I, I'm not a big Kyle Freeland guy. So uh, Rockies run line, Giants run line, two plays for me. Yeah, I think, you know, I think phew, it, that Brewers-Giants game is just a tough game. It's it's a playoff-style game. I think the Giants are a little bit more clutch-hitting, but Corbin Burns is Corbin Burns, and he ain't going to give an inch to these guys. Um, we, we've seen the Giants shut down um, at times. I think they're going to struggle here at the plate. I, but I do see it, you know, 2-1 type thing-ish. But, it, you know, it could go either way, but it's like... It's it's one even on a short card. I say first five innings under, and I'm off <laughs> moving on because I don't see anything else. I like the Rockies on the reverse run line here. The Phillies just laying down like dogs, throwing helmets, throwing temper tantrums, looking stupid, wearing bandanas. I, I like the I like the Rockies in this one. I think it's easy money. The Rockies really playing with purpose on the road this season. I think last season at the All Star break they were three and twenty five on the road. This year, they are already 4-1 and one on the road. So really playing some good baseball on the road. And I know they haven't played the best teams. They played the Tigers. But, you know, Tigers can be tough at Comerica, especially this time of year when it's freezing cold. Um, the Phillies, you know, just dogs, at, again, 4-5 and five at home. Just really pathetic effort last night. And then the whining, the crying, the throwing things, the temper tantrum. The, like, you know, like both teams aren't playing with the same umpire or something. But we didn't have, you know, this. It's like, come on, man. You guys have been bad for a long time. It's not like, you know, it's not like, you know, you're you're on the border of winning the World Series or something. You went out and you needed defensive and pitching help, and you went out and got sluggers. It's like morons. It's like you already have a guy that strikes out every time he's up that makes $35 million. So why get five of them? 
It's like, let's have five guys that strike out every time they're up that make like ridiculous money, cripple their pitching staff. Outside of that, I think the Phillies really made some good managerial moves. Anyways, I like the Rockies on the reverse run line. I'm sure, I'm not making a lot of. Uh, Yeah, the Giants, that, that is the thing. The Giants one day rest in the last 11 days. And the thing about the Giants that you always have to remember, too, is so the Giants have played 16 games this season. 10 have been on the road. And the Giants are generally travel day nightmare teams. The teams that, like, on the first day after the travel, they always play bad. So that's what you have to worry about in that one. That's why I would, you know, take a shot at them, you know, because they probably are the better team here. You know, take a shot at against Burns because I think they can take it zero zero, you know, or one nothing down going into the fifth sixth inning. Get Burns the hell out of there. How about Kyle Schwarber? I think he should get suspended a couple games for that temper tantrum. I think so. Fined maybe. I lost it. I'm sure he'll get fined. Well, what happened was he got struck out again. And it's not like this guy doesn't strike out all the time, right? He strikes out all the time. Throws no, his the helmet. Ball was like a foot outside. No, it wasn't. Low. Painted the it corners. Painted the no, corners. No, it was, didn't touch the corner at all. It was painted a ball. The, painted the corners. And painted the corners. So he I'd th- be pissed too. Throws his helmet on the ground, right? Just, and just starts screaming and running and, you know, everything. And he's, you know, he's thrown out of the game. It doesn't matter. The game's over, right? He's thrown out it's like there's i think there's one or two outs at this point in haters pitching so they're they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna <laughs> they're not gonna obviously not gonna I get a hit off him too, i mean they haven't gotten a hit off anybody else they're not gonna get a hit off this guy right? i might have and thrown then, first base into the dugout or something i don't know i would have i would have went crazy maybe you should wear a bandana maybe it'll help him maybe tomorrow show i will wear a bandana <laughs> But you got to wear it the Bryce Harper style, like kind of up in the air, kind of like Jughead from the Archie comics. <laughs> I don't think I own a bandana. I'm going to have to look. I have a whole bunch. Got the Mets and the Cardinals. Interesting one there. Rangers and the Astros. Joe, either of these two do anything for you? Um, I don't like the money line on the Mets, but I think the Mets come out and get the win there. They've just played so strong um, against the Cardinals, and the Cardinals coming home from a road trip have uh, struggled in their last five, going one and four off a road trip off of seven or more days. I just think the Mets against uh Nicholas here, the right-handed pitcher, are going to play strong. So give me the Mets. I don't love that, though. And then I think we've got an over game between the Astros and the Rangers. I think it's going to be higher scoring. Dunning has struggled, and I think the Astros will light him up today. So give me the over in that one. Brian? Miles Miklos has, has been fantastic so far, uh, surprising me and. uh I'm just going to take a chance here with the St. Louis Cardinals at home at plus money. Nothing I'm selling the house to bet. And then I'll take the Texas Rangers here plus money. I'm going to 
equal play, equal play the Cardinals and the Rangers here. Astros, I got a lucky win with them. I was really worried when they uh, were going into extras there, but they had that walk-off. I think it was a home run yesterday. Got me the W. But I think the Rangers, this is a heated series. Rangers, Astros, they don't like each other. Battle of Texas, I'll take the Rangers. I think the... Um... I think that the uh, Cardinals-Mets game is an interesting one and probably going to be low scoring also. I kind of like the uh, the, un- the under in that thing, even though it's at seven. Um, Miklos hasn't been bad. Max Scherzer is Max Scherzer. So it is what it is. Um, Miklos, 1.76 ERA coming into this thing. He's gone. Uh, even went 6.2 in one of his outings, so... I think he can go fairly deep into this one. I think Scherzer, well, you know, he's a seven-inning guy, too. One hit, one run, one earned last time out. Ten strikeouts, three walks against the Giants. You know, he mystified the Phillies, but nothing surprising there. Um, Basically shut them down, made them look stupid. Maybe they... Maybe he puts the carries the bandana, so he puts it like over his face, and no one recognizes him or something in public. Hey, there's the, the guy White, that makes thirty-five million dollars and strikes out at the biggest moments. Did the White Sox win a game yet? Yeah, they won they yesterday. Right? Oh no, no, they lost they yesterday. Lost, actually. That's right, they lost. They're just as bad as the Phillies. Um, I would say that there's not one person on the White Sox that makes nearly as much as Bryce Harper. In fact, I'd, I'd in fact stick my neck out to say that the Phillies probably have three players higher paid than any players on the White Sox. Yeah, but expectations for the White Sox are a lot higher than what they've so far shown. In the no, field. no. When you pay a guy $35 million and you're losing one nothing ball games, and this guy's striking out and looking stupid doing so, that's, that's why you're not winning. The money you could have given to two middle relievers, you know, two quality middle relievers, is right there. Walking back to the dugout after striking out. A guy like that should be embarrassed every time he strikes out. Yeah, you got you got to hear like some of the classic hitters, you know, like the really classic guys, you know, like um, like Gary Sheffield. You ever hear him do an interview? He is like. Man, when I struck out, I was so embarrassed to even walk back to the dugout. He was like, I was so mad. It was like, he was like, it was just the worst thing I could possibly happen to me. He's like, to strike out. It's like, it was an embarrassing moment. These guys, they just take it in stride. No big deal. You know, so what? Check cleared. I don't know. And then he'll hit like some garbage hits, you know, later on this season in meaningless games, and they'll say, "Oh, second in the MVP voting by a bunch of guys." So Brian applauds these guys, right? That vote for the MVP. You know, he applauds them when they vote for the MVP and give it to Bryce Harper twice. But you know, to keep Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, and Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame, same guys, right? Oh, these guys really know what they're talking about. It's like. Every one of those guys before they, and Alex Rodriguez, every one of those guys before they ever touched a steroid had Hall of Fame careers. Every one of them. Pete Rose doesn't belong in that. 
Right. He was just so Pete Rose. Now, like for betting on baseball, they have sports books in the freaking stadiums now. You have the players, active players, promoting sports books. Drew Brees, right, who covers the games on on you know as a, as an announcer, is is a pitch man for book. Peyton Manning, right? Eli Manning, pitch man for sports books. But Pete Rose, you know, put a couple dimes on his own team. Oh my God! Love Pete Rose. Love Pete Rose. Same guys that keep these but guys I, out. I the same like guys the that, that I don't like the steroid guys. So you don't think Alex Rodriguez before priest before he ever took a steroid had it had Hall of Fame numbers before? When did that? he start? Because when he got to the Texas Rangers, he was surrounded by guys that were steroid users. I think Juan Gonzalez and I don't know if Pudge. Before Rodriguez. he ever got there, he had Hall of Fame numbers in Seattle. Hmm. How about Barry Bonds? Yeah, Bonds. Yeah, I mean, he made the World yeah. Series, you know, a couple times with Benilla and the with the Pirates, your team. Long before he was ever, you know, in that discussion. Clemens, you know, Clemens, Roger Clemens, too. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer long before, you know, he ever touched a steroid. You could see the guy's bodies change over the years. And, you know, Bryce Harper bets 226. He's got 19 strikeouts in 16 games. It's still early. Stinks. Two home runs, 26 total bases. He's got 14 hits and 19 strikeouts. Six walks, one stolen base. Kyle Schwarber, who struck out, you know, and, and, and sort of whining about it, has struck out 20 times this season. He's batting 169. And there he is throwing a temper tantrum. Now he got struck out. No one said that, right? It's like, hey, you're batting 169. This is the least of your problems. This is, you know, it's like maybe if you were like a 320 hitter or 300 hitter or even two, maybe 275, 280, maybe we, maybe we could talk about this. You're a 169 scrub. At least right now. I think Schwarber is a better hitter than that. But it's like, you're batting 169, man. Yeah, really good at letting things go. The Astros have not looked the same without um, Altuve in there. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. I know they did win yesterday with the walk-off. They just have not looked the same. You're starting to see this happens in NFL teams. It happens in NBA teams. When When they win championships and are good for a very long time, you start to see key players leaving the team and it's like they need to rebuild and fill those spots not everyone is the new england patriots that have a a methodology that works that way for the astros it's been it was george springer first then it was correa it was uh cole zach granke so you're starting to see like all these players peel off and a lot of times they're they're you know older players like that indians pitching staff you know that well now they're the guardians but at that time they were the indians you know, they had that great pitching staff with uh, Kluber and uh, Carrasco and, and you know, the four or five guys in that rotation. And none of those guys are on the team anymore. But, you know, they've rebuilt it. But, uh, yeah, Framber is – I like Framber because he's a major sweater. You know, he just really gets the lather going out there. Struggled without the sticky stuff at first. 
Anyways. Yep, Gretzky is doing bad MGM. Anyways. Got uh, the Guardians visiting the Halos. Halos 9-7 and seven on the season, really. Not as bad as they've looked. I mean, as long as they don't play the Orioles, they seem to be okay. And... Uh, Shane Bieber on the mound. Guardians, a little rough weekend there in the Bronx. Did not play well against the Yankees. And then uh, Brian's homeboy, Merrill Kelly here against the uh, Dodgers. Walker Bueller on the mound, who got knocked around pretty good last time out. Just not putting up those Al Nino's Walker Bueller jersey-type numbers. Um, <laughs> he's got an ERA over five coming into this one. If guys play to the back of their baseball card, Walker Bueller is a Big bet, you know, going forward. But if Walker Bueller maybe is done, I mean, this happens to pitchers and it happens very quickly. Um, if there's an issue there, well, then it's a great opportunity because we got Kelly and he doesn't give up an inch. But the thing is, you got that Diamondbacks bullpen that you kind of need to lean on. I'm going to go with the first five on the Diamondbacks here. I think that, I think that, I think that's where you have your shot. I think you probably can get them at plus half, plus a half, right? For the first five. Why not? Why not? I think it's a good way to go for sure. Kelly's been really strong to start. So D- despite like- this, and that is even with Brian backing him, he still has played well. <laughs> My guys are doing well. Merrill <laughs> Kelly, D- Dylan Bundy. Um, who's the guy that Dodgers picked up to scrub? Uh, my guys have been doing well. Don't worry about my guys. They're doing just good. Just you are fun. a Bryce Harper fan <laughs> and apologist. Not a Bryce Harper fan. I just, I, I, I'm, a, I'm an apologist, maybe. You are. Bre- At least he's not like Ben Simmons. It doesn't, Simmons can't even get out on the court and play. Well, he's so. your guy. He, you know, you're the, you're the, you were the last of the Simmons supporters. Yep, I burned my jersey yesterday. That was it for me. The Nets version or the Sixers version? No, honestly, I didn't have a jersey of him. But if I did have one, I would have burned it. I'll tell you what. He goes out and scores a triple-double. Zawacki's on Fanatics buying the Simmons jersey tomorrow. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> He's already ordered Boston Celtics gear. So, Is he? He's on the Celtics? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Makes sense. Anyways, Joe, what do you think of these two? Shane Bieber up against Michael Lorenzo. You know what? I think he's going to have a better outing than we've seen. I'm going to take the under in that first five as well. I think the under four and a half is a good way to take it, but I could see Arizona getting that first five as well. So I love your pick there, Mitch, with that one. And then I'm going to lean on Cleveland to get um, the win here over the Angels and what I think is going to be a lower-scoring game. These teams trend so nicely to the underscoring one and uh, or under the total, and I think uh, Bieber is going to have a strong game in this one. So give me Cleveland to open up the series with a win. Brian? 
Yeah, I'm going to do my usual wussing out. I'm going to take the Arizona Diamondbacks plus one and a half. I think Merrill Kelly can give them six, seven strong innings, and I think Bieber's susceptible to give up a few runs here. I think the Diamondbacks can keep this within a run, so I'll take the run and a half. And then I'm going to ride with the LA Angels, my team with Lorenzen on the mound. He's not a ace by any standard, but I think the Angels, the way the Guardians are playing, I think the Angels have enough to beat them today at this price. I'm going to get in on it. I like uh, I I gave out Diamondbacks minus the run and a half in the video. I like the under in the Angels uh, Guardians game with uh, Bieber and Lorenz. And Lorenz has pitched well. Where he usually gets in trouble is he can't find the strike zone. But this year, like Brian pointed out earlier, the Umps are calling those strikes now. You don't really have to be in the strike zone or even remotely close to get the strike call these days. So it helps guys like Dylan Bundy and Lorenzen and guys like that a lot. Anyways, just wanted to make a quick note to everybody. So the other day on Sunday's videos, um, I got quite a few comments on YouTube that it looked like I had bit my tongue when I was doing my video and there's blood coming out of my mouth. I apologize for that. Um, I had on Saturday, um, I a few weeks ago, we were doing the show and like just in the middle of the show, my tooth broke in half. And um, I kind of been just, gutting it out and then finally the pain got so bad I had to go and I had emergency dental surgery on Saturday and the thing is the bleeding didn't stop like they said you have to apply pressure to it and I applied pressure to it for like two hours bleeding didn't stop I had to get the videos out so instead of calling in sick like other people would have done um, you know with having you know oral surgery um, I um, I just did the videos anyway and I just tried to clean up in between and uh, I guess on the net Celtics, I didn't do such a good job. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, that's what happened there. I didn't bite my tongue or any of those things. I, I'm, It's going to take me a little while. It's, it's all on this side. I'm bad swelling. But if you look at that net Celtics, yeah, nothing pretty about it. It looks like I, it's my Gene Simmons imitation. It's like running down my, <laughs> down my, down my tongue. Nothing good about it. But anyways, um yeah, some people, some people were real jerks in the comments. You know, they think like it's, it's like I'm, 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 I'm doing the best I can to put out the free content, and it's like these people are like laughing. You know, oh, you know, it's like making fun of me or something. It's like, how pathetic is your life? And it's like seriously, it's like you know, I'm sure you know we could find these if these people ever had the sack to show who they were. I'm sure we could point out plenty of imperfections in their life. You know, and you know maybe makes fun of some of their injuries and, and issues that they have, some medical issues that they have, right? I mean, really, I mean, who who does that, you know? What kind of people, man? I don't know. Where's people the love, are man? just mean. It's pathetic, man. It's really pathetic, right? Anyways, yeah. um, I wanted to address that because I, I did get quite a few comments about it. So, um, anyways. Any parlays, any props, anything? Brian. I got a parlay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the Arizona Diamondbacks plus the one and a half, Colorado Rockies plus the one and a half, and the Nets Boston Celtics under the number. Uh for myself, I'm gonna go the under four and a half for the first half of the Dodgers and Arizona. And I take the under between Boston and Toronto and 
Give me um, the Mavericks laying the points. I'm going to go Diamondbacks, reverse run line, Rockies, reverse run line. Just two-teamer. Break the bank. That's a ballsy one. Set of balls on that kid. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. We appreciate you, everyone. We're going to do a combo show today. There's just not a, not a ton of games here. So we'll do a combo premium VIP like we did. I think we did yesterday. Yesterday we did it because we were out of time. You know what happens? Like after the show, Al Ninos gets all chatty. It's like. Yeah. It does. All right. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow.